As you know, the world is trying to grapple with the coronavirus pandemic at the moment and many of us are in lockdown. Stay safe and look after each other. <sighs> it's been a big day for the podcast. Go presents your daily dose of news, entertainment and all things internet. Hey, it's Kate, Mel and Talisha, and it's been a big day for piracy because someone has gone and gained illegal access to Malcolm Turnbull's memoir, which has just overshadowed all of the piping hot tea within that book. Oh, what a spicy tale this book has become. I know. Um, so basically, Malcolm Turnbull's publisher, Hardy Grant, has said that there's been a massive breach of intellectual property rights um, and they're referring it actually to the Australian Federal Police. And it's all over Malcolm Turnbull's memoir. Bloody hell, who would have thought? <laughs> the, the memoir's called A Bigger Picture and obviously a lot of journos were given early copies under embargo and the book is out officially out today. And I think late last week, the Oz reported a bunch of um, sort of, uh, not official excerpts, but like we've heard from a source um, that this <laughs> is in it and everyone was sort of like, oh, shit, we weren't meant to be talking about this for another couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just the shit show started early and then this um, legal note came to the surface yesterday and it was just like oh boy this is just gonna get messy 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 so someone within the pmo um like prime minister's office has forwarded the electronic copy of the book which is (laughs) against copyright laws it's against the embargo i shouldn't laugh i really should laugh but fuck it's funny (laughs) well when i was reading up about this it said that like the copy of it was sent to millions of people is what i've read um and i'm like is this like some sort of like reply all (laughs) situation gone wrong (laughs) like you know when i mean we've all been there we've all accidentally blind copied someone or cc'd someone or hit reply all when you just meant to hit reply like did this person just make a bit of a boo-boo <laughs> they could have i mean who knows the extent of it they could have published it <laughs> they could have published it somewhere and um yeah. who knows they could be counting those excerpts that were sort of leaked late last week the whole thing is just like it's like a really feral chain mail from like the school day <laughs> like yeah. it just smack of like that horrible bitchy little gossipy note that was sent around school and you wonder why everyone's not talking to you at, at recess because oh, all of yes. a sudden like there's some bloody narky bitchy little thing that's gone around just speculating here but like what like the first thing i thought of was what if the leak was on purpose like it happens in other industries to create buzz like this might not be any different in my opinion, like it sounds, it sounds well, like I ass- very plausible. Yeah, Talisha, I assumed that with last week's leaks, it was mm. sort of like, 
and you could sit, like I was watching ABC Breakfast and you could see uh, Lisa Miller and Michael Rowland sort of looking at like, we've all read it, <laughs> we know what's in there um, and we know this is against the, the rules but well, that's right. we weren't all going to go diving in. Well, so many people, like didn't they say like we got it and that they deleted it? Yes, that's the thing that I think is funny and reminds me of high school um, is the fact that like, you know, it's the whole, like, not sorry you did it, but sorry you got caught thing that, like, you know, when you get in trouble <laughs> at high school and all these pollies are like, yeah, we got it, but, like, we deleted it straight away. And, like, as if they didn't <laughs> look inside and, and try and find some, like, goss. I just love how they're like, yeah, I didn't look at it. Like, come on. Yeah. We all knew Mouth was going to, like, if he's not the first Prime Minister to unload in a salty, salty book. Like, he's <laughs> far from the first. Kevin Rudd, for heaven's sakes, wrote two memoirs about his political career and Jeez. none of us would put it past him to keep writing more. It's just, I mean, two books. Two books, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, he's going for the trilogy. <laughs> he just really he thinks he's bloody um, Tolkien with the bloody Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, but, like, for me, the real winner is Julie Gillard again. Um, so I wrote a piece for Go um, about how she's always the winner out of these books because she just doesn't give a fuck anymore. She left mm. politics. Um, she walked out of parliament. The only time she's been back has been for the national apology off the back of the Royal Commission into mm. Child Abuse, um, which she called for. That was her final act as Prime Minister was to call that Royal Commission, which yeah. We, we all, yeah, we, we all listened to the horrific details for five years. But yeah. now she's just like, she's living her best life. She has gotten on with shit. She is the, she's heading up beyond blue. So she's talking about mental health and, you know, the impacts, um, all of these shits, like it's just this shitstorm stuff, what it does to you. But she's also... She's the head of the Global Institute for Women's Leadership, so helping other women get into leadership roles. And she's the chair of the Global Partnership for Education. We've spoken about all of this this big privacy breach, but we haven't even spoken about, you know, what he put inside the book, which is equally as juicy. Like, he's facing a lifetime ban from the Liberal Party because he wrote in his memoir that he doesn't think the Morrison-led coalition deserved to win the 2019 election. Like, damn! He's just, like, not giving a fuck. Like, imagine the balls on that to, like, put that in your book. I just you, I just couldn't do it. Like, you, you don't talk shit about people you've worked with, even after you're gone. Like, it, it will just never work out for you. Totally. Don't burn your bridges. No, you don't. Michelle Obama the situation. They go low, That's you right. go high. You just, totally. it just, you, why, why do you want that to be your legacy? Why do you want a legacy of just, like, Bitching and moaning. You went into politics and the reality of politics is that it is messy, it's nasty, and there's a high chance, unfortunately, that you won't get everything done that you set out to do. There's massive amounts of compromise and I would say most people come out of it pretty disappointed, I would think, at least from my perspective. I look at them and think, surely you went in with higher hopes than that. But, like, just do what Harold Holt did. Just go for a swim and don't come back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and never come back. Um, the other thing is that it it the the whole the whole book 
and the privacy breach and all that, it highlights like a much bigger issue around copyright law. So the Australian Publishers Association Chief Executive Michael Gordon Smith said, um, it does more damage at a time when publishers are suffering massive reductions in revenue, reducing working hours and laying off staff. Authors are unable to attend book tours and writers festivals have closed. The timing really isn't that great for this to happen. And, um, you know, people are out of out of jobs at the moment so um that reply really really fucked them fucked them up (laughs) yeah and there's already been a lot of conversation around the um what some argue is a lack of support for the arts industry it's because a lot of it is um it's not as sort of permanent full-time sort of black and white contracting like yeah. a lot of other jobs, a lot of office jobs and whatnot. So the arts industry um, and entertainment industry has really taken a hit because they're sort of in this wasteland of there is no real policy that's helping them. So they're relying on people purchasing their content in order to put food on the table. So it's yeah. a, I can see why it's a massive slap in the face for allegedly someone within the Prime Minister's office to have undercut i mean how much is a, a book honestly like what right. you're talking like just send the money 40 just buy a bloody copy it's not that hard like they're not shortchanged they're not taking pay cuts are they we're all kind of pirates in one way or another whether we want to admit it or not aren't we like <laughs> i know kate yeah. you did not watch um, Game of Thrones, but I'm pretty sure everyone else around the world at some point watched an episode or two that wasn't legally acquired. Get the cops on the phone. Mel's just admitted uh, <laughs> it's worth just spending a bit of money um, to get, you know, to be able to access. The amount that you can access for the small amount of money you have to pay is definitely worth it. So with that, go and get a nice hot tea. Do some light reading, but make sure you're reading legally. Uh, And we'll catch you back here for another big day. If you like what you heard, Goat's podcast library is growing. If you want to get amongst some more honest chats, check out Thinking Between the Thighs, the podcast that tackles Australia's most Google questions about sexual health. What are your thoughts? Head to goat.com.au and get involved on our socials. Insta, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow for another big day.